David, he's brilliant. I love it, I love it, I love it. This podcast may contain strong language. Celebrity Phone Box with James Phelan. Welcome to the Celebrity Phone Box podcast. My name is James Phelan. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Thank you for, for coming. Thanks for sticking around. Um, if you are joining me from the New Year's Eve show, welcome. Welcome my new sort of family members, which is, I guess, what we are. Sort of one big magical family. Um, if you are a previous listener to this podcast, thank you for sticking around. I know it's been a bit of a nightmare. But that's all in the past now. We've got some really, really exciting things coming in the next few weeks and months. Um, If you were from back then, and even if you weren't, let me sort of catch you up. Let me tell you what happened. Um, So we had sort of, uh, we started this podcast uh, in the middle of last year. We're just sort of full of bright eyes and excitement. And I had loads of really cool things recorded. Uh, And I know last year was a nightmare, but this is just a story for you just to add into the mix. Is... um, uh, I had 14 podcasts recorded with some proper exciting people um, and uh, my house flooded is the truth of it and there's no easy way of saying that my house flooded and destroyed both both the recordings both the hard drives uh, and the backups um, so that was a just I mean I'm going to be honest it was a bloody nightmare it just it was hard, a hard thing to digest so what have I been doing apart from sulking since then um, I spent a long time uh, a long time since then uh, doing two things. Well, number one is recovering the old recordings, and I've managed to get a good chunk of them back. I'm really pleased. Uh, but secondly, recording some really, really exciting things. Um, if you follow me on social media or you've seen my ads, you'll know on New Year's Eve, um, sort of to ring in the new year, shall we say, I did a, a really exciting show. It was called A Night to Remember for a Year to Forget. And I had celebrity pals on and celebrity guests, and I'm going to do a drop today. That's what they call it, they call it a drop. You're going to get four interviews from me today with some really exciting people. Um, This one, the first one you're going to hear uh, is from Basil Brush, as in real life, real life Basil Brush, the actual, actual Basil Brush that we used to watch on telly and has been on telly for longer than I've been alive by a factor of about four. He's, he's, I love him. He's a superstar. Um, there's a couple of things I'll say. Is Number one, this interview was really last minute. It was genuinely, I mean, it's not a, a jobby where I go through my phone book. Um, it was genuinely just a, oh, Basil, do you mind if I ring you and record it for this? Uh, so that was the first thing. Uh, take it in the spirit that it's intended because um, it's just, it's a joy. It's a joy. I had really cool other people, which I'll tell you about in a minute, on that Zoom call on News Eve. But Basil Brush was my favourite. Um He's so pure and wholesome and funny. He's actually genuinely, genuinely funny, Basil Brush. There's some really weird sort of fun facts about Basil Brush. We find out during the interview about his hobbies and what he's been up to, um, which I didn't expect to hear. So so you can listen to that. We also introduced my puppy. I think since we last spoke, I got a little puppy. Her name's Bella. She's a little miniature dash hound, which I've also since found out is crossed with a King Charles Spaniel. And she is the cutest thing in the world. I love her to pieces. Um, and so I try and set them up. Uh, the, one of the first things I do is ask Basil if he's single and that's why and then I pick Bella up and try and introduce him going to be honest Basil Brush was not interested and neither was Bella did not go well didn't go well uh, <laughs> but then again Bella has got a little boyfriend called Bertie a little um, a little dash hand pal that's a story for another day I'm sure I'll talk about them at some point so coming up today we've got my conversation with Basil Brush 
it's great. It's really, really fun. And then I've got some more serious conversations with uh, Ed Byrne, the comedian Ed Byrne, who I'm sure we all know from Mock the Week, absolute superstar, who I spent some time with in Edinburgh. Uh, Sam Kane and Linda Lusardi, who are one of the first people uh, that I saw on the telly with COVID. Um, and they talk about their sort of perspectives on that. And they are two of the loveliest people in the whole wide world. Uh, Chesney Hawks is in the 80s pop superstar. Um, again, I mean, these people, I chose them because they are genuinely lovely. And they gave me their time for free and it was they were just a joy. And I just thought, what better way to sort of bring in 2021? I thought I'd hold it back for a couple of weeks um, just to sort of make sure we get them sort of edited properly. And then the last one is with uh, JJ Chalmers, uh, the sort of strictly uh, semi-finalist, I suppose. And again, just a really, really lovely, wholesome guy um, talking to me about his life and his family and his time in the Marines and... Uh, how he loves sport and we talk a bit about the Olympics uh, which is obviously it's been rescheduled to later in the year that was in the news this week but I'll talk about those in subsequent podcasts and um, before we get there though um, I'm not gonna sort of <laughs> dart around anymore dance around the bush uh, if that's a saying I may well have made that up um, before I go on I'm just gonna play you this conversation with Basil Brush and I hope you enjoy it as I say Basil Brush the joy the man the myth the fox the fox, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Battle brush. Celebrity Phone Box Podcast with James Phelan. Basil Brush. Basil Brush, welcome to the show. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Hello. Happy New Year to you, Mr. James. Isn't this exciting? <laughs> I'm partying like it's 1999, although it's really 2021. <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, party, party. Uh, first question I have for you here, though, Basil, something that I'm desperate to ask you is, are you single these days by any chance? Uh, well, I couldn't tie myself to one girl because I can't do knots. <laughs> I might have. I've just, I've got, <laughs> apart from your <laughs> lovely aunt, Debbie McGee. Now there's a fox after my own heart. <laughs> well, you and Debbie McGee, the same height. aunt's partner. We could have been, we could have done the fox trot together. Have you, <laughs> have you ever thought about doing Strictly Basil Brush? Well, I've always, I went on Strictly Take Two uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I was on there and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. With all, but I've really got two left feet, to be honest with you. I'm not the world's greatest dancer. As I say, <laughs> apart from the foxtrot, of course. I'm just going to dip off screen for one sec. I want to introduce you to someone because she's making a load of noise. Oh, hang on. Yes. Oh, trying to see where you've gone. This is little Bella. Hello, little Bella. Now, I love it when dogs come on screen like this because I want to say the words, walkies. Come on, Bella. She goes, no, I think I'm all right. Squirrels, it's far too cold squirrels, outside. It's normally, I'm chased by dogs like that, you know, but I think I'm perfectly safe when it comes to Bella. So, so when you're out social, do you have lots of animal friends? Do you hang out with Tony the Tiger or people like that? Or are you strictly... No, I'm a strictly one fox man, you know. Apart from the foxes that you might hear rummaging through your bins late at night or <laughs> screeching outside late at night. I'm never quite sure what they're up to, but um, no, I'm, I'm a one fox man, unless, of course, it's Kylie Minogue or, as is my new favourite aunt, Debbie McGee. Of course, <laughs> I've done pantomime with her. Yeah, which obviously got cancelled, because, which is why we're doing this. How weird is it that we are doing things over the internet this year? We couldn't have predicted this a year ago. I always said the boom boom on Zoom, um, but we did at least get two weeks of a pantomime, which is better than nothing. And most of my actor friends got absolutely nothing all year. And I've had snow blindness of the diary for most of the year. So for pantomime to come in, it was quite magnificent. And it always makes me feel Christmassy. So I was so disappointed when it ended because it really did sort of ruin the Christmas period. However, 
I'm now loving it. I'm sort of like putting my paws up, you know, and watching <laughs> lots of Netflix and box hits and all of that sort of thing. What's your favourite Christmas film been that you've seen this year? Uh, the favourite Christmas film this year was, well, I've got to say, I saw the Beatrix Potter film, Real Dahl, that was on Sky One. Absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. That's been my favourite film. So I've been meaning to ask you this, Basil, also. is Obviously, yeah. the diary's gone. All of the work's gone. Yeah. How much golf have you been playing this year? I heard you're, I heard you're an avid golfer. Ah, yes, my fellow actor friends at the Richmond Golf Club, we play all the time. They often mistake me for a club head cover, of course. <laughs> you know, one day I'll be yeah. on Tiger Woods's driver, I feel. Uh, but yes, I do enjoy my golf. But actually, most of the golf was not to be during the summer. That was cancelled as well. We couldn't play golf. But I found myself doing lots of messages for kids in hospitals. I'm part mm. of a charity called um, Momentum and the Shooting Star Hospice. And then Marie Curie, they got me hosting their online quizzes and helped them raise £100,000. So wow. actually, I became quite a busy fox as opposed to just a furloughed fox. But <laughs> you know, like everybody else, I couldn't do anything through the summer. But I used to go to the window, you know, James, look yeah. out of the window and I'd say, stop it, Basil, what are you going to do this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Talking about that is if people want you to say hello to them, people can get you to say hello to them on a website called Celebrity VM. Oh, yes. Well, this is a very new thing, actually. I mean, I always give messages for absolutely nothing to anybody who wants them for charities, for kids in hospitals and to wish people good luck. I'll always do those. But somebody said there is this website where it's possible to go and say hello to many more people and your fans up and down the country. And there's lots of people on there. Biggins is on there. The lovely Debbie McGee is on there as well. We've talked about that. So, yes, I can wish them perhaps something romantic, like a, a marriage proposal I could do in February. And um, they sort of help out this furloughed fox, you know, buying some buying some goodies from Waitrose, you know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you've got sort of uh, expensive taste, Basil, I can imagine. Ah, well, you see, I'm an urbane fox. So the only binge I rummage through are the bins outside the Queen's Castle in Windsor when I'm doing <laughs> pantomime. I wouldn't rummage through everyday bins. Goodness, no, 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 no. Um, I also wanted to talk to you really briefly about last year we were both in Edinburgh at the same time you had your show up in Edinburgh what was that like were you really tired by the end of it oh it was fantastic we're really tired because I was doing two shows a day uh, for the whole 30 days of the festival I was doing my family fun show in the afternoon and then a grown-up show which wasn't a blue show but it was certainly for the adults um, in the evening as well so two show days I was doing for 30 days back to back no rest days for this little fox I was exhausted and also walked up um, Arthur's seat most days for the exercise. So my little paws were worn out, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And of course, that's what I was supposed to be doing this year. We were touring the grown-up show and the children's show across all the theatres across the UK, but they all got cancelled. Fingers crossed for you. Fingers crossed. And also Glastonbury as well. I know you're a fan of, of going to Glastonbury. How was that? And hopefully next year for you. Hopefully next year. I mean, Glastonbury is, is a major part of our diary. We go every year. Who knows if we're going to go back next year? Um, I know Paul McCartney doesn't seem to think it's going to go ahead, but I hope that I'll be back there in the kids' field run by the lovely Tony Cordy. That's just celebrated 25 years of the kids' field. So, yes, I'd love to be back there this year. I jolly well love it and have very late nights. In fact, I don't go to bed for about five days. <laughs> so, and also, I guess that's the summer. So your summer is always jam-packed full of all this stuff. And then by the time you've rested and you've had a sleep, Christmas time in winter. I assume you're back in winter next year. Well, who knows? It's my seventh year this year, although we were only there for a couple of weeks. Um, who knows? I'd love to be back there for the eighth year. It's sort of my pantomime home, you know. Yeah. Um, I love going there. It's very magical, Windsor. 
at Christmas time. All the lights are up. They light the castle. You've got all the shopping and all of that. And of course, all the kids come to the pantomime. So it was a very different show this year with it being socially distanced and all that. But we still gave him a jolly splendid show. And I got to meet the lovely Debbie McGee, of course. Do you have a, a favourite joke from Panto? Uh, my favourite joke from Panto, it's a physical joke that I do in pantomime. I like to show off my trampoline that I got for Christmas from the John Lewis advert several years ago. So I'm sort of on it like this, bouncing <laughs> away like that. And then I turn it into a slow motion trampoline like this. <laughs> and then when I shout, boom, boom, kids, they all shout back to me, boom, boom, bezel. And I love that. It's my favourite time of year is pantomime. You, also, before we go, because I realise I haven't got you for very long, but really, really quickly, you're a, you, you do a bit of magic yourself, don't you, Basil? You're a fan of magic. Oh, I love magic. I've got a couple of magic tricks in the show, actually. Uh, there's one where I turn a single sock into a pear, um, and then I get to eat the pear, of course. Uh, which is <laughs> and we do the head-twisting trick, actually, in the pantomime where my head goes from this right, and we twist it all the way around. It's very clever, you know. Fantastic. And also, I suppose, being able to turn a single sock into two socks is really useful when you put them in the tumble dryer and they vanish themselves. Absolutely. And especially, it's very useful for a golfer because if you've got two socks, you can always have another one when you get a hole in one. Hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, Mr. James. And I'll speak to you soon, Basil. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Celebrity Phone Box Podcast with James Phelan. Wasn't that a joy? Wasn't that great? Didn't I tell you? He's just so lovely. And I know it's weird. You're listening to a Zoom call with a puppet fox. But he is just superb, isn't he? A few things I learned. Basil Brush plays golf with Tiger Woods. That's the first thing. The second thing is Basil Brush fancies the lovely Debbie McGee. So that's a, that's an interesting one. I, there's a few things I regret with that conversation. I'll be completely honest with you. I regret asking Basil Brush if he was friends with Tony the Tiger. Um, that was one of those things that as I was saying it, I started to regret saying it. So that was that. He handled it quite well, though, to be fair to him. Are you friends with Tony the Tiger? I do that a lot. I do that a lot. I say stuff. Um, there's a couple of other things that I've said that I just think, why? But nonetheless, just wonderful. Real, real highlight of my life, that. Um, thank you very much for listening um, and sticking around. I've got some cool things coming up next. So the next interview is with Ed Byrne. Now, I have a great conversation with Ed Byrne. I first spent some time with Ed Byrne when we were up in Edinburgh. Um, and I'll tell you a story at the beginning of the next podcast about us just getting utterly bladdered, like just totally rat Um And then him realising he had a show today. So uh, that happens. I'll tell you about that in the next podcast. Um, and then just to sort of talk about this New Year's Eve show again. So I, this New Year's Eve show was on New Year's Eve. And it was something that I just tried um, just to kind of keep spirits up, really. And it was fabulous. It was a lovely evening. So I want to invite you all to this. On Valentine's Day, uh, I'm going to do another one. Um, it's it's a, a show where all the sort of ticket money goes to charity. It goes to brain tumor research because, you know, if you've seen any any press cuttings, I guess, about me in the last five years, you'll know that we lost my uncle to uh, to brain tumour five years ago this year, five years ago in March. So it'll be really nice for us to raise a little bit of money for that. That's kind of my MO at the moment. Um, you know, while we can't go out the house and I can't do my day job, you know, just sort of do something, um, just uh, something pure, I guess. You know, I'm, I'm sort of very much on that vibe at the moment. Um, 
so we're going to do that and the, the show's lovely it's my show it's the tour show that is going into the west end and is going on stage sort of across the country later in the year but it's a, a zoom version it's very interactive uh you can switch your cameras off if you'd like to um but it, you know if you want me to read your mind through the phone and hypnotize you to forget your own name then i do that um to get to that to find out about it just have a look at my social media and i'm sure i'll have have a post up at some point um and all you need to do is pop in your email address and you'll get an invite um, it's an invite only thing, but it's going to be great fun. So I hope to see you all there uh, on Valentine's Day. And it's the thing I found with News Eve, and I, I sort of I put some tweets out about this because this is is genuinely true. Is a lot of the people that came on New Year's Eve would have been by themselves otherwise, and we had such a lovely time. You know, a lot of people got dressed up. I saw some people in bow ties and some people in dresses, and some people just wanted to wear pajamas. But so they just put on their nice pajamas, and it was it was lovely. But it was really nice to to have a real mix of sort of families and and couples who wanted a special night because they couldn't go out of the house, and people that otherwise would have been on their own, uh, sort of um, feeling part of something. And it was it was it was wonderful. So I really hope to see you all there. And if not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sure I'll see you all in the autumn when when the tour show comes back. Got some really exciting news about that, um, which will be which uh, I want to share with you. But I'm not going to do that just yet. It involves West End and West End theatres and some really exciting stuff. But I think that's a conversation for another podcast. And so on that, I think I'm probably going to leave you. Uh, thanks for listening. And I will see you on the next one with Ed Byrne. Celebrity Phone Box with James Phelan. Please hang up.